everybody. Welcome to the Ales and Tales podcast. We are going to bring you some chocolatey goodness today. Hopefully. Well, it's going to be chocolatey. I don't know if it's going to be good. Hopefully. Suck on my chocolatey goodness. <laughs> there you go. That's, can that be our intro song? Put them in your mouth and suck them. <laughs> All right. So today we're going to be doing a double tasting. We're going to be doing a Yangling Hershey's Chocolate Porter. We're going to do one cold and one not cold. So apparently the Nashville community, not, well not apparently, the Nashville beer community has spoken and uh, they have said this beer is better enjoyed at room temperature, warmed up. So we figure we put it to the test and we find out. So Yingling is America's oldest brewery. I'm sure y'all know that. It's got a, a fascinating history looking at it. I mean, they were... They were opened in 1829 as Eagle Brewery in Pottsville, Pennsylvania. Hence the Eagle as their logo. Hence the Eagle as their <clears> logo. <throat> um, 1829, Lord Chesterfield Ale and Porter are introduced and continue to be brewed to this day. So I guess that's just their Porter maybe is the Lord Chesterfield. Oh, the Lord Chesterfield. Oh, there's two different ones because Porter's are ales, but you know. Um, that's kind of wild. I didn't know their porter had been brewed for that long. So if you kind of want to know what your forefathers were drinking, well, that could have been it. I want to know what Dingbat thought it was a brilliant idea to have to put a little red badge on the logo that says 21 plus to enjoy. Yeah, that's kind of silly. <laughs> Crazy Pennsylvanians. And uh, a couple years later, 31, 1831, fire destroyed the plant. They rebuilt, changed the name to D.G. Yingling and Son after David's son Frederick joined his pop- father. I mean, it goes on. You're the one said it kind of goes on of, of just their their history. Uh, uh, 18th Amendment came uh, around, and they started selling near beer products. I don't know if that's alcohol free or what. What that exactly mm-hmm. that means? They mm-hmm. opened a dairy across the street to help survive. Um, 1929, the hundredth anniversary of the brewery. Near beer remains the only product being produced. So near beer, a, a cereal beverage. Pure, wholesome, refreshing, satisfying. It's got the label of it. Non-intoxicating. DG Yingling. It contains less than a half of it. It shuts off. So I assume it was So it's a breakfast a, uh, beer. It's a cereal beverage. It's, it's, it's a non-intoxicating. It was the, like the non-alcoholic mm-hmm. beer. Uh, was well, that sounds, sounds like. pointless. It's more like, for you know, kids beer and beer beer. <laughs> 33 Prohibition ends. The brewery celebrates by, by producing winter beer. The sh- and ships a truckload to, to FDR. <laughs> um, nice. That's funny. Truckload. Jesus. He was known to be a mild drinker. <laughs> he he must have an aged beer cellar. <laughs> I've never had aged beer before, but I, on our next podcast, I think we're going to have some. Right. Can't say that now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, while, while Ben's reading, um, Mike, you may have heard me, you know, light bulb go, aha. The reason mm. why, I wonder what whoever, did, the reason why they're really emphasizing, in my opinion, the 21 plus to enjoy, it's the... Use of the word Hershey's. Hershey's because chocolate. Because Hershey's yeah. chocolate is associated with candy, which is, of course doesn't require an ID to purchase. So in order for them to use it, it must be apparent that you need to be an, you know, an, uh, an adult. So that's why sense. it's it's doubled on the label. You're not going to see that on every Yingling package. That makes sense. So the partnership, <clears throat> is, that was probably part of the stipulations of Hershey saying, yeah, we'll do this with you. So it's basically the beer version of the commercials with the small print that Dolls do not actually talk. Do not put doll's <laughs> right? head up your nostril because hot. some dingbat isn't going to realize that. 
Do not put your cat in the microwave. God <laughs> <laughs> almighty. That's terrible. So, uh, kind of talking with the, the beer community, like when this came out, like before it even hit the stores, there was this huge just wave of anticipation and excitement. And I didn't fully get it because I'm like, okay, Yingling. I mean, Yingling was my college go-to cheap beer. Um, I got to try it uh, New Year's Eve of, I think, 99 or 2000. I guess it was 2000, uh, right before I graduated high school, whenever it was. And... Went up to college and hadn't made it up to Boone, North Carolina yet. And then it broke out in Boone, North Carolina. And it was cheaper than Bud Light. It, I mean, it was... How can you be less expensive than water? Exactly. And it was, <laughs> and I knew it was like, okay, that's actually a decent, you know, cheap beer. Mm-hmm. Like, especially college beer. Like, that was one, like my go-to in college. And as you go over, I mean, I still enjoy it. If, if I'm out and there's nothing but domestics, Yingling's what I'm going to. It's a good um, beer. It's, it's just nothing spectacular, nothing amazing. I kind of feel the same way about Hershey's Chocolate. Hershey's doesn't excite me. I'm not a big Hershey's fan. Um, it just kind of seems like cheap milk chocolate to me. And But it's also like American cheese. I mean, you can well, put Havarti, you can put Gruyere, yeah. but at the same time, at a cheeseburger, there's nothing better. You're not going to make a better s'more with uh, with any form of chocolate if it's not a Hershey bar. So I, I, well, okay, I would agree with that. So I, I reached out to the community. I was like, someone explained to me the excitement of this. I'm just not grasping it. And I forget who it was, but they put it perfectly. They go, okay. You know, we get a lot of Pennsylvania transplants down here, too, so it's very nostalgic for them on, on two fronts. But he's like, okay, it's like there was this hot girl in high school that you had a crush on, and she was, you know, she was there, but y'all never really got together, and then y'all met up 20 years later, and she's available. It's like, okay, that's something I can understand. <laughs> in a strange way, it's like, I can, okay, now I see why you're excited about this beer. It's just two old childhood favorites that you're looking forward to coming together combined. Was, Yingling beer is my childhood favorite. Yeah, it's, <clears throat> what? Well, when you're, you grow up in Pennsylvania, <laughs> yeah, well, if, well, I think about it. Like, what was the first time you had a beer? How old were you? Uh, 10, 12. Seriously? Yeah. Okay. Hanging out with so the you were a it child. Was, it was Rolling Rock. Yeah, and it was nasty. Yeah. But I mean, who it here? wasn't like it wasn't a childhood favorite. Okay, so did <laughs> it's you? Like, did, uh. Okay, so when did you first start like kind of consuming alcohol to get drunk? Twenty-one years old. Good answer. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, sixteen, I guess. Okay, so when you were sixteen, you probably had a go-to beer when it was came time no. to drink with your buddies. No, is whatever was there. Oh, bro, go-to no. beer is beer. That's correct. At that point in time, Mill Bass, Natty Bush, anything doesn't matter. Paps was, was, Paps was my first. Exactly, beer. whatever was there, whatever was available, whatever was cheap. So the people that grew up in Pennsylvania, Yingling was there, available and cheap. Sure. So, so, so was I C Light in Pittsburgh. So was Rolling uh, Rock. You know, Labatt in, in Michigan and upstate yeah. New York in Canada. Exactly. I mean, everyone's so, got their so, local. So, but so is it a childhood beers. favorite? Oh Jesus, y'all are splitting hairs now. <laughs> Well, we get okay. Let me retract my words and reframe it so y'all don't lose your shit. I'm not losing my shit. I'm just watching the the cold <laughs> beer get warm while the warm beer. Is All right, let's do it. Warm. Yeah. All right, we'll crack them open. Well, so, while I will close, I want to I want to mention that though. One thing about Yingling, though, in my opinion of Yingling and my experience with it, because I know Ben, you you spent a good amount of time on describing where it's from and why it's a local beer. Yingling for me, while craft beer was becoming craft beer, Yingling was just a little bit better than the other beer that was available. That it wasn't, it was an, almost an entrance into into better beer. Yeah, I would agree. That was That's what it was for me. And it opened my mind and my 
uh, palate to accepting more complex beers than I would ever imagine having before. So Yingling is the gateway beer. Mm, it's a gateway beer. It's about a third right there. All right, that's the cold one. Here's the warm one. So somebody has said that it's specifically better one way or the other. What was the supposed... Uh, warm is better than cold, so I say we start with cold, well, as cold as it's going to be, and then move to the warm and kind of see. Did you mean for that to rhyme? I did not, and that's why there was kind of that pause, like, mm. this is going to rhyme, but it smells <laughs> great. Now. It smells really, really good. I get a and lot of, like... It smells like chocolate really pudding. Chocolate. I'm, not a, I'm not a sweet fan, but it smells accurate. I wish yeah. they had a dark chocolate off of it. I wonder if they use Hershey's dark chocolate. Porter, though. They probably would have said it. It is very chocolatey smelling. Oh, that's pleasant. Because <laughs> that was a good facial expression. Oh. I get, okay, so the cold one, I definitely get a rush of like the chocolate up front. It's, uh, distinctively Hershey's. But it's like the good Hershey's. It's like the, the you know, if that makes sense. Like the Hershey's nougat, like not nougats, but like the nuggets, you know, the thicker. I don't know. It's better than the thin ones. Um, I don't so have a slight more. metallic aftertaste to it, though. Mm-hmm. I just had both, so I'm going to hold out. And I know why one is better than the other. I'm not going to rush my opinion to the All microphone. Right. Yeah, the warm, I definitely get more chocolate. The chocolate's just kind of a little more... Uh, uh, dances across the tongue a little bit nicer. Doesn't have that metallic bite I got on the cold one. I can see why people say drink it warm. Hmm... Well, they both definitely taste like chocolate. Mm-hmm. I'll give them that. I kind of like the cold one better. It gives it time to open up more as it runs across the tongue. Whereas the chocolate, the warm one is just already so, there. So, okay. So what you're saying is you appreciate the journey of seeing how it can change. Yeah. Okay. Plus, I like the more refreshing aspect. If I'm drinking a beer, I don't, I, people don't drink soup as a refreshing pastime. You know what I mean? So a warm or lukewarm room temperature drink is not as refreshing and interesting to me it's as a as a cold beer or a cold drink a cold drink is meant to be refreshing and, and cold drink cold drink and enjoyable <laughs> get a cold drink my okay can i can i can i put a butt in do it okay so here's my can i finish can i finish can i finish can what was that uh, ross perot from mm-hmm. snl can i finish can i finish so uh, here's my here, here's my quick review on this. Uh, it's, it's not my final review, but my first instinct is what it's telling me is that uh, the colder beer is way more drinkable, meaning that people who... Let me back it up. I'm going to do a longer version of the story. So a few years ago, a hometown newspaper did a silly, silly, silly review on who has the coldest beer in town. Mm. And that's good to know if you're trying to have like domestic light beers or I want to have a, a, a whatever light, cold is good, right? Because we all know the colder the beer is, the more it hides up. People like cold beverages, people like cold drinks. So that doesn't mean good things for all kinds of beers. Would we all agree in the room? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. So it's a bit of a bogus mm, thing to track because not all beer tastes good at the right temperature. So what's great about Yingling, and I go back to when I said they're my gateway beer into better beer, this colder one dr- did not drink like a porter. It was thinner. It was more slammable, chuggable, more sessionable. But if you were like, man, but that's not a porter, you go to the warmer beer, and then you actually get the porter notes, mm. right? So yeah, there's more cocoa. Yeah, there's more depth. It's deeper. 
it has that accurate what on the label it should be, which is Hershey Porter. However, if you don't have a complex palate and you're not used to drinking, you know, insert five or six different versions of local stouts, porters, real beer, for lack of better words, people that are drinking, you know, that gateway beer still, the cold beer, uh, it hits all palates. It seems perfect. Who wouldn't like this beer? If you don't like this beer, wait a minute. If you're not sure if you are ready to dive into more complex beers, this is the perfect one to get you started. Mm, I like there you the go. analysis. I do too. It's a detailed break breakdown. It's just it, my opinion. I'm not saying I'm right. So as with with typical liquids, the colder they are, the thicker they are. You know, if you if you cool a liquid, See, I find beer to be the opposite. Typically, the especially with darker beers, the more it warms up, the thicker it feels. <laughs> the more it that, sticks. Uh, I would agree with the, it, it does stick to the tongue a little bit more, but as far as density, I find that a colder, I, I see what you're saying. I don't know. Chemistry wise, it seems that it, it reminds me of, you know, the more you chill a liquid, the more it becomes a solid, right? Mm-hmm. So for some reason, the cold beer to me, the cold version is thicker and more. I don't get that. I, I, I was going to say thinner. Really? Yeah, that's yeah. why it's easier to drink that's for funny. me. It's exactly the opposite. That's why I think a lot of times, like they, see, you know, with frosty mugs and everything, the cold. You know, he said it was a little bit silly because a lot of times the cold kills flavor and like mm-hmm. the frosty mug waters down the beer a little bit. They say it waters down that little bit of ice ain't gonna water it down that much. But vodka um, in your freezer is easier to drink than vodka that's eighty degrees. Yeah, and that's alcohol. Yeah, and part of, part of it is it, it just the way it it the tongue interacts with it. So if the tongue, because you also you got to think about the tongue because the tongue gets cold. You think it would constrict a little bit. Your taste buds might... But if it's hot, they're going to kind of expand a little bit. Yeah, I see what you're saying. So more expanded, more surface area, thicker liquid. Okay, so here's why this I... This little thicker uh, vis- viscous feel. Here's why I see it the way I'm, I'm trying to describe it. In lightness. The cold beer, to me, the chocolate feels more condensed. It feels like it's drawn together more, and there's immediate chocolate flavor, That's... and it's and it's... It's a tighter tasting chocolate but maybe as it warms. Like so, so if you drink a liquid, as, as you drink the cold beer and it comes across your tongue, the chocolate is still kind of cold and it warms up as it goes across the tongue. So it stays, the bonds are closer together and it tastes more chocolatey to me. What don't you taste when it's cold? I don't not taste, I don't not taste anything. I taste everything. Do you taste more beer or less beer when it's cold? I taste more chocolate when it's cold. Exactly. So you have more of the stop. The porter, excuse me, when it's warmer. Okay, yeah. So, yeah. The, the, For me, anyway. The warmer one tastes like a watered-down chocolate to me, whereas the cold one tastes like chocolate. Stronger chocolate when it's colder, so it's easier to drink because you're getting all of the chocolate. The chocolate doesn't change if it's colder or warmer, mm-hmm. but the beer comes out when it's more room temp. Yes. I definitely get cool. more of the beer so at room we, temp. We met in the middle, yeah. Yeah, like the, the roasted malts of the porter... Uh, are more pronounced in the warmer one, which is partly why I like it. I'm not a huge sweet dark fan. You know, I love dark beer, but I prefer malty to to sugary. Um, and I believe when it gets warm, but you get more of those malts that that the roasted character, a little more depth of 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 character to it, a little more nuance. Whereas when it's cold, yeah, you just get this kind of like chocolate and it's gone. Hmm. That's how you get. That's how they get you to drink six. Mm-hmm. Yep. What is the alcohol content on this? I, I bet it's probably about, like five. I bet it's four or five. I don't uh, think it says. It doesn't. I can't find it anywhere. It's uh, it's good. I like it a lot because I like chocolate, 
and uh, I like yangling. So. You know what's messed up? You said, where's the alcohol? I don't know what it is, but this could be a 0.0, and I bet it would sell well. Because it is tasty. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like a Yoohoo. It is. It's, it's kind of <laughs> like Tootsie Roll. I mean, it tastes, I, it tastes like a Tootsie Roll. I, let's just say if I was practicing Catholicism and I was in Lent right now and I was giving up alcohol, I wouldn't be ashamed if this is what I treated myself with every now and the, then. The mm-hmm. more I, I drink it, the more it, it tastes like Tootsie. Is Tootsie Roll Hershey's? I don't believe so. Roll's own company? I don't know. That's a good question. I do know how to I make... I think it's Mars Candy. I'll tell you what. One of my favorite drinks ever. To make a Tootsie Roll shot, it's half Kahlua and half orange juice. Huh. It sounds like mm. it would be disgusting, but it tastes exactly like a Tootsie Roll. It's fantastic. You ever had a McGriddle? Oh, but that's... McGriddle a... is like <laughs> Jameson's Bailey's and orange juice, I think. It's been oh. a while. And it tastes like... Oh, it's a drink, it tastes, not a McDonald's sandwich? No, it, well, it's called a McGriddle because it tastes like a McGriddle. It well, I've never had like a McGriddle that, before, so that, how would I know what a McGriddle that, tastes that, like? That, that, that McGdonald's pancake and syrup. That's mm-hmm. what it tastes like. Well, so that's a modification of the original, I think it's Irish breakfast, which is which is Jameson's and it's orange juice. Same it tastes thing, like yeah. you can taste pancakes. Maybe, maybe that's it. Yeah. It's the same thing, yeah. yeah. Which, which is pretty cool. Actually. Irish breakfast, good. McGriddle, same shot. You guys are making up names for things like you don't just reach for the bottle when you're not feeling too bad in the morning. They just take a squig with your orange juice. Got to come up with creative names like... Just to sell it on the fact that I'm drinking alcohol in the morning. You've never right. had a purple Googleplex? <laughs> purple Huba, huh? Oh, dude, you haven't lived you've had a purple Googleplex. What it is is that you take a shot of vodka while no one's looking and then you eat dinner. Man, you do a one-eyed Captain Jack, <laughs> that shit's fantastic. You ever heard of a... Uh, uh, a Lindsay Lohan. It's a redheaded slut with a little coke in it. <laughs> what? Stick to your own jokes, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it's a bartender that redheaded slut is an actual drink. Okay. So Lindsay Lohan's a redheaded slut with a little coke in it. Gotcha. Ah, she's still making movies. I have no idea. I feel sorry, Lindsay. I'm not trying to bash on you. It's an old, like, ten year old joke that I'm still trying to play out. <laughs> she could be one of our listeners. She could be. I don't know. Not anymore. Not unless we change the... You just pissed off one of our listeners, Ben. Sorry, uh, guys. So, what would this go well with? Is there anything um, you can see yourself drinking this with? Chocolate cake. Mm, no, it's too much. It's too much. Chocolate on chocolate. I could see drinking this while eating a chocolate bar while cooking chocolate lava cake. No, you know what this would be good with? Is if you did, like... Have you ever been to a nice Mexican restaurant that has, like, lamb barbacoa? That'd be good with that. No, but you, you're going to have to tell me where that place is because I want to try that. That sounds good. This, this is this is campfire beer. Fagotas. What'd you say? Is it Fagotas? What's fireplace in Spanish? Hell if I yes, know. Yes, Fagotas. Uh, Bell and Road. Fagotas. Saturdays. Sundays. It's amazing. It's delicious. I believe I answered your question. What is this good with? This is campfire beer. This is definitely it's like a 100% s'mores. campfire beer. This would go well with s'mores or well, whatever maybe, else. Or too much, but that at the same time... That might be too much sweetness again, this, yeah. yeah. I think it needs to be like a savory meat to kind of like... play. You know, you got, you got the I don't know why I think everything you've been describing beer as is sexual tonight. Like savory meat, but getting your tongue prickled up and moist and... I don't know, man. I think... Uh, <laughs> hey, we see I think I need we, a vacation. We see what we want to see in the world, my friend. All right, let's rate these beers. I'll just go. I mean, uh, I like the beer. Never had the beer before. I mentioned about the Gateway uh, life story that I have with Yingling. Of course, I like Hershey bars. I don't buy them on the regular. There's no better chocolate bar you could have on a s'more than a Hershey. Uh, I mean, good beer. I could see why it would be a good beer for everybody because it's 
good for different reasons while it's cold and it's good for different reasons while it's warm. Lucky for the environment, beer, and unfortunately for the environment, beer does not get colder the long it sits in your glass. So it's a pretty good beer from start to finish. I am not a porter fan because I'm not a sweet tooth. I would put this on the higher scale. Crud, I don't have a number, man. I have nothing to compare it to because this isn't in my beer category. Uh, I'm not going to blow it out of the water because it's very drinkable and it's not a true porter, but I could see why you would like it if you like porters. Ooh, high eights, man. Eight, eight, eight. Eight point eight for me. Wow. Uh, but only because I don't drink this style of beer and I rarely like them. And this is almost like a sessionable porter. That's my full review. All right, so I love porters. There's a caramel porter by Saranac that I used to. The only way I was ever able to get it was in their their sampler. Pack. I haven't had that since college, and I loved it. God, it was so good. I've forgotten been about that beer. It was in North Carolina things. The only way I ever found it was in North Carolina in a sampler pack, and yep. it was what made me start getting into porters. Was the Saranac caramel porter, and it was delicious. And you got I think two of them in the sampler pack, and I cherished. Those two and everything else I didn't care about. Yep, 100%. But it got me into porters, and I like porters. This is good. It's really chocolatey. I love the nose. I absolutely, I mean, mean, even with the beer gone, because I downed this sucker, even the glass just smells like a good chocolate bar. It smells like baking chocolate, or I don't know, it just smells good. It smells like chocolate pudding. It conjures images of the pre-extremely poorly- known and aged Bill Cosby. Mm. The, mm. you know, chocolate pudding. Bad joke. Now anyway. We, now he's putting... That'll be... Now, now he's putting moment. things elsewhere. But yeah. yeah, now we found out he was putting <laughs> things and things he wasn't supposed to. But anyway, back in the day, it's the old school. It, it's really, really good. I would give it 10 out of 12 bricks of a Hershey's bar. I thought there were 16. It's 12. How are you sure? They, I already looked it up. You jerk. You looked it up. <laughs> didn't, even, didn't even rely on, rely on your own memory. I no. knew it wasn't 16. Well, it's I know he's not a con artist and didn't like convince you to bet. I thought it was uh, 6 by 3. Wouldn't that be 18? It would be. But it's not. So how is it 12? 4 by 3? Mm-hmm. Oh. Okay. We'll find out after this episode. At least that's what I looked up. It said, what's the normal size Hershey bar? How many bricks are in a normal size Hershey bar? They said 12. And there was a picture yeah, of it. So, I believe it. Because they're about eight, you know, yay big. And got they're three, really three, long. Three. So, three across. I'm not going to I'm, I'm not gonna disagree that you can look like a fool. Because this is going to be immortalized on the internet. I'm not going <laughs> to. I'm not going to die on that sword. I'm not certain, but it, I mean. Yeah. So, anyway, my score is 10 out of 12. All right. It's one brick when you like Hershey's. I will say this was a lot better than I thought it was going to be. Um, it ended up being better than I anticipated. Uh, still not high on the list for me. I really like porters. It's funny that you say you don't like porters because you don't have a sweet tooth. I don't find most porters to be sweet. I mean, unless they're adjunct. You know. I didn't spend too much time on it. I, I You mentioned patience in a past episode with wine, I believe. I'm not sure if it's just one of the last, but... I don't have the patience for porter, and I just drink them, and they're not as pleasant for me because they kind of hit me too hard. Not with alcohol, but in the gut. So I have a hard time slow sipping most beers. All right. Where I would slow sip wine, where would you wouldn't slow sip wine, but you would slow sip. Not to. It just doesn't work. So it's just it's just so, where we are. Uh, I'm gonna say this was you know better than expected. It still was kind of one note for me. I mean, it had the chocolate and. I think it's the point, it though. Had the, it is the yeah. point. It had the chocolate, and that is the point. But it was just, it was, eh, 
a little too sweet for my taste. Um, typically, I'll give it a seven. Uh, it wasn't bad. Uh, I don't know if I would buy it again, but I could see how this would be highly mass marketable to people. Oh yeah, this is uh, especially in t- uh, today's age with with a lot of the uh, uh, fruited kettle sours that are really popular. Um, just the, the the sweeter side of beers really taking over the market. Mm-hmm. I could see how this could. Yingling should probably make this a staple because it'd probably sell really well, or make it a seasonal, and this thing would, you know, release it every Christmas. They'd make a killer. So is this just like a one-time, like limited edition run or something? Uh, it is the first uh, run that of this kind that I know of. Okay, I believe it's been produced, but it hasn't reached uh, their total beer network. Or if and it has this year was the first. Time. Correct. This year is the first that's been. Uh, call it massly mass produced because Yingling. Uh, at this point in time, they do not have total U.S. coverage. So where they're one of the oldest breweries, they aren't everywhere. That's amazing. They're also, if I remember correctly, I think they were, if not the first, one of the first like fully automated breweries. Hmm. To where instead of having people like dump the stuff in and clean it, like they have a full automated system that does their brew process. It's interesting. I I thought of something, Ben, while you were giving your review about how it's one dimensional dimensional i agree with you and it's accurate one thing that i think we would all agree on that we haven't mentioned is the accuracy of the hershey flavor because we're talking about chocolate and cocoa and pudding pops we've all had peanut butter but peanut butter isn't the same as a reese's cup right the reese's cup has a unique peanut butter taste to it i believe where chocolate is chocolate hershey has a hershey taste which is why it melts well over s'mores I think that we really aren't complimenting the accuracy of the Hershey name and taste, that it is not just a chocolate porter. This is a Hershey bar. Well, mm-hmm. I, I definitely said it has a distinct Hershey flavor to it. Of course, I would agree. I that. then also said it tastes like Tootsie Rolls. So. Right. But <laughs> as challenging as it is, I mean, what they seek to do, it's, it's, it's accurate, which is what you'd expect out of purchasing a product. Mm. It would be interesting to know how they brewed this and how they got that chocolate flavor. Like at what stage of the brewing process they put whatever it is that they put in it, in it. And what is it that they put in it when they put it in it? I imagine they brewed the beer and they dropped the chocolate into melt and then they let it sit a little bit and filtered it. I imagine it's heavy cocoa nibs. Yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking. And I think it, chocolate itself, if it's already been baked and already been, that'd be probably. Well, that's what I'm saying. They probably put it instead of like put it in the boil, put it in after the boil, just to melt, just to melt and get the flavor. But regardless, it's not just chocolate. It's 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 clearly you could have another porter and say that tastes like Hershey chocolate, but maybe it's just the packaging and the labeling. But that's it's it's that specific chocolate. I mean, Hershey is not something that you're gonna you know. Bragg is your favorite chocolate uh, as far as being the best, the most expensive, the most complex in flavor. If you love Hershey, you eventually move on to something that's higher in co- you know, cocoa content or more expensive for whatever reason. This is what it is. I mean, so I would imagine Hershey specifically when brewing this with Yingling, they wouldn't have put their name on it if it wasn't reflective of the yeah. quality and expectations Absolutely. of what people would get out of a Hershey flavor. I agree. I think I think they did it very very well. Mm-hmm. I can say regardless of what our ratings are of it, they did it right. Yeah, it's definitely done well. Um, I would also then ask you guys. It tastes as advertised. Yes. So this so so Yangling is brewed in Pottsville, PA, and Hershey's is obviously from Hershey's, PA. I wonder how close they are to each other. I think they're not too far away. 
So I would ask you guys, now we need to so settle this. The whole reason this came about and this tasting came about was because, Ben, you said that there was a debate about whether you should drink it warm or chilled. What do you guys say? My, my version is, for me, it's all of them for different reasons, but if I had a pick on the head, warm. Okay. Ben? I am on the warmer side. Uh, I think it would be good just lightly chilled. Not, not full on room temperature, but maybe, I mean, 60 degrees as opposed to 50 to 55. That 60 to 65, I think, would be the ideal point for this beer. Okay. I would almost agree with you 100%. I think that if this was in the fridge overnight, that would get rid of almost all the chocolate flavor, or it would reduce it so substantially that it would not warm up as it crossed your tongue like I was talking about. I like the chilled aspect of the beer being refreshing. Mm -hmm. I would not like it. I did not like it. I'm sound like a Dr. Seuss thing. Would not like it. I did would not like it not if like it was it. a warm beer. No, I, I, I didn't dislike it as a warm beer. But I didn't like it as much. So I liked it where it would warm up as it came across the tongue. And if it was completely refrigerated overnight, it would probably be too cold where it would not have the time to do that as, as you slow drank the beer. So I think lightly chilled or moderately chilled would be ideal for this beer. I have the perfect solution. Because when the beer was, when the beer was released and the temperature needs to be, buy it and leave it outside. If it's fall or winter, and it's just about those nights where it gets down to 40 degrees in Tennessee, mm -hmm. and then you're ready to go, I mean, that's 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 between 40 and 60 degrees for me. I think it's good. You just carry a six-pack out with you, put it on the porch. and Just, just kind leave of it on the porch, and who cares if it's in the fridge or not? you got a group of friends, maybe some stogies. Maybe it's a warmer night. Maybe it's yeah, a we, colder we night. We said it was good by the campfire, so just take a six-pack of the campfire and set it next to you and go leave for it. Outside. it. It's a cold-day, non-fridge beer. Naturally chilled beer. Naturally right. chilled. I'm going to cheers to that. I, <laughs> I like it. This makes me want a cigar, too, actually. Oddly <laughs> enough. All right. Well, guys, yeah, if you can find it, amazing that it's not everywhere, because you think Yangling would be everywhere. Right now. Well, not across <clears throat> the U.S., yeah. Anyway, if you can find it, the Yangling Hershey's Chocolate Porter. I'd recommend giving it a whirl. I'd love to hear people's opinions. If you guys get a chance, check us out on Facebook, at the Ales and Tales Podcast, or on Instagram. We'll post pictures of this. Let us know if you've tried both of them and which one you prefer. I'm curious to see what most people would say. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.